Welcome to ReCommerce, a podcast for e-commerce wearable brands navigating technical complexity and change. Brought to you by Command C. Welcome back to another episode of ReCommerce. I'm Sarah, the founder of Command C, and I am here with Nicole Reed, our sales and marketing manager. Hi, Nicole. Hi there, Sarah. Happy to be here. Likewise. So today we're going to talk about sustainability in e-commerce. Sustainability is a big topic, and I want to start off by defining what we mean when we talk about sustainability. Sustainability is one of our company values, and when we talk about it internally as a company, we're referring both to social and environmental issues. Really, those two things can't be separated. Mm -hmm. However, in today's conversation, we're going to focus in on some of the most pressing and innovative approaches to environmental sustainability that we've been talking about and, and seeing recently. Our goal is to spur some ideas and inspiration that e-commerce retailers can implement now. So, you know, these aren't like pie-in-the-sky future possibilities. These are literally things that you can implement today with your team. Sounds great. And I think another thing to add to the definition of sustainability is thinking about economic sustainability. Um, you know, your business has to be economically viable to be able to make the sustainability efforts that we're going to be talking about. So that's just one thing we want to, we are really approaching this from a business perspective. Um, with that in mind, you know, let's talk about millennials. Um, they are still the largest demographic with disposable income in the United States. Mm. I think it's also important to mention, you know, millennials kind of still sometimes get thought of as like the kids fresh out of high school. And that's not the case. We're talking about, you know, millennial as a generation starts in 1980. So we're talking about people who will be 40 next year. You know, mm-hmm. um, you may know some. So, <laughs> so if you're lucky. <laughs> right. Uh, so these are people that are well into the workforce. They have disposable income and they are very concerned about issues of environmental sustainability. In fact, studies have shown that they ask more questions and make more decisions based on a company's involvement with environmental sustainability. So beyond the fact that climate change is here and it's real, you can make the business case for considering ways to make your e-commerce operation more and more sustainable. Yeah, great points. This is such a big topic. So in strategizing about how we're going to kind of tailor our conversation, we came up with two kind of main categories to focus on in segment one and segment two. So first, we'll be talking about shipping and packaging. And then when we come back after the break, we'll talk about product innovations. 
Okay, that sounds great. So yes, so first to shipping and packaging. This is an area where you can have a ton of impact, um, both positive and negative, depending on how you're handling it. And we've seen some really cool and innovative ideas in this area recently. Uh, One that's been on my mind lately has to do with shipping speeds. Oh, man, our consumer addiction to faster and faster shipping, unfortunately, is a huge issue with major environmental consequences. Yeah, that's indeed the case. And um, so one of the things that we're really seeing is that the faster something needs to be shipped, what that means on the merchant side is it means that the merchant has less time to like optimize for efficiencies. So the mm. consequences of this are multiple. So first... To get your product, so let's say you you place an an e-commerce order, for that retailer to get your product, if you've said, you know, like two-day shipping, as fast as you can get it here shipping, um, that product may very well be sitting in a warehouse far away from you. And it needs to come to you quickly, which generally means that it's going to be retrieved from that warehouse far away from you um, by an airplane rather than a truck. Now, that depends a little bit on the size of the retailer, but the gist is, is that flying around in an aircraft is about eight times more energy intensive than it is to drive around in a truck. Dang. So, you know, it's like once you, if, if you hit that, um, you know, stopwatch of like, get it here as fast as you can, it's like you kick into motion a lot of high energy intensive forms of transportation in the shipping. Yeah. So, and also because there's so little time given to the process, vehicles are often dispatched for delivery before they're full. So that means that they're trucking around with fewer packages and adding on the miles to get all the packages to where they need to go. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of like half, em- you know, the glass is half empty and the truck is half empty. <laughs> I guess, you know, let's not, this, we've got to find a better way. And then the other thing about it, is that instead of the merchant having to wait for products that are in various warehouses to arrive at the same place, because there's that pressure to get one specific product to one specific customer, packages are being sent out separately. And that means a lot more packaging. Yes. Wow. It's a real problem. And we've been seeing some really innovative ways to combat these issues recently. So back in the day, you know, before we were an e-commerce company and we were mostly building WordPress sites, we had this phrase and idea called a guided path experience, which the idea is still around today, but we we use different language for that. Um, But essentially you're intentionally guiding users to high priority areas of a website through subtle or not so subtle design cues. Mm -hmm. Today, we tend to hear the phrase nudging used more frequently, but the idea is pretty similar. You're kind of trying to get the consumer to do what you want them to do on a website um, while still kind of presenting them with all the options. So, Say that in your checkout, you have two options for shipping, standard shipping and two-day shipping. The nudge in its simplest form would be to have the standard shipping option selected as the default. 
there was this really interesting study done at MIT recently where they tested a very large retailer's site by showing customers how many trees they'd save or not save depending on which shipping option they selected. Mm. And this was presented right there next to the shipping option. Right at Right at checkout, mm-hmm. right along with whichever option they selected. And once they were shown that information, 52% changed their mind about their shipping choice. This is a staggering number and kind of goes to show that there are really simple things that merchants can implement that make a huge difference and empowers the consumer. I love that. I love that because it's also just... I really love the idea of technology working to solve the solution. And that's such a a simple technological feature is just communicating with the customer, like what the impact would be. And, you know, it's interesting in, in just thinking of that experiment at MIT. I mean, I don't know. I've never actually, I don't, I can't recall a time where I've actually seen that on an e-commerce site. And um, that would definitely be something where I'd go, okay, maybe I don't need this toothpaste, like, you know, by the end of the day. Um, (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's really interesting to see. And it also makes me think about like, you know, all sorts of creativity with that. Cause I, I would think that would also start to save merchants some money in terms of, you know, now just all those in all those inefficiencies that I just described are pretty costly for a retailer. Mm-hmm. Well. So when you start optimizing the shipping process, then think about maybe what you could do um, to, uh, as far as like donating to environmental an environmental organization you think might partner well with your company or something like that. You know, I mean, it's just really interesting to think of different ways that that money could be used and then also communicated back to the customer like, hey, because because you're getting that shirt in five days rather than tomorrow, um, we're going to send $5 to an organization that we think you'll agree is doing really good work. Carrots. It's all about the carrots. Um, Tons of room for creativity here. And and I thought that tree example was just so fun. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it just, it adds, it adds this element of like fun and Hey, I'm doing good to, to the experience. Absolutely. And, you know, there's all sorts of creativity that hasn't even really been explored yet, but you know, another thing that we've been thinking about is like, you know, ways you could almost just offer like a light peer pressure. Like for example, (laughs) like if you, you know how, when you walk down, I, I live in Brooklyn and I walk down the street and I see every myself and neighbors get boxes, you know, like throughout the day. Well, what if those boxes were colored in a particular way? Like if you did choose the more environmentally friendly packaging, let's say, or the shipping method, what if that five day shipping box came in a green box, you know, mm-hmm. and then it just says out to your neighbors, like, hey, I, I bumped it down a little bit and I'm helping the environment in the process, you know, and I just, yeah. it'd be cool to see something like that. Feel good ego stroke right there. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So shifting gears a little bit, another thing that I've been reading up on is Amazon's whole frustration-free packaging initiatives. Mm -hmm. And this is a multi-pronged initiative. Um, One 
of the components of which really I found really interesting is their idea of quote unquote romance packaging. And the case that they make is that in a brick and mortar store, fancy product packaging goes a much longer way in creating the sale Mm -hmm. than it does online. Whereas online, not only are you dealing with limited real estate, depending on the device that's being used. And we all know what's going on with mobile sales. So if we're talking about a mobile device, we're talking about extremely limited real estate. Online, a fantastic photo of the product itself, rather like a a package-free photo of the product, tends to go a lot further than the product packaging. Online, Consumers aren't reading product labels. Um, they're they're seeing that in the product description or the, the specifications. They're not getting that from the product image, which is the equivalent of picking up a product in a store and turning it over and reading the label, right? Mm-hmm. right. So you have this option online to kind of get rid of the packaging in a way because it's not playing the same role that it plays in a brick and mortar store. That's a great point. Yeah. And similarly along those lines is the notion of packaging size. So the examples that these they use are like household products, right? Like a a bottle of laundry detergent um or a bag of chips, right? I mean, I, I just think about how many times as a kid I opened this huge bag of chips and was like why are there four chips in this massive <laughs> bag, right? Because it's all about the size of the packaging. It's all about kind of the illusion that the packaging is creating about how much you're going to get. Well, online, that doesn't work. That doesn't apply in the same way. So again, kind of the emphasis online is more about like product reviews and concentrate can be about like the concentration and the quality of the product rather than the size of the packaging. So, I mean, I was just really compelled by these ideas and um, excited to see them in in motion. I, I like that a lot. You know, it reminds me, I recently purchased a swimsuit online and mm-hmm. it came in an envelope that looked like a letter from a friend, you know, mm-hmm. just a small little envelope. Unfortunately, the suit didn't quite work out and I returned it and I just was able, they told me to just return it in that same small envelope. And I, Brilliant. you know, it's, I think there's, um, you know, things like this, like encouraging companies customers to send back returns in the same packaging, which is what I just experienced, or like maybe providing a discount on waiving the option to return it at all. So you like, you know, get rid of that impact of a return altogether, you know, Um, that could be an option too. So there's just all sorts of creative ways to start merging um, environmental sustainability and e-commerce together. Absolutely. And, you know, I I can tell that our creative juices are are going, but we should probably take a break and um, come back and and shift into the next segment. Okay, great. You're listening to ReCommerce, a podcast for e-commerce wearable brands navigating technical complexity and change. Brought to you by Command C, a development team that saves e-commerce retailers from outdated tech and ineffective operations, with a strong focus on Magento and Shopify Plus. You can learn more about how we help at commandc.com. 
righty. Shifting our conversation away from shipping and packaging, let's talk about other kinds of merchant-specific or product-specific innovations. That sounds great. Yes, I'd like to talk about some themes around the idea of product recycling. Mm. One of the latest developments uh, is a very cool innovation from one of our clients, uh, Tom Bin. Tom Bin makes um, really beautiful bags out of Seattle, Washington, and um, they have a massive following. I mean, like people love their bags. So they have a page on their site that they just added recently. It's for DIY enthusiasts. So people who are, you know, making, crafting their own projects at home. And the page is where you can send them an email and ask for free scraps from their bags. And, you know, they have a pretty iconic print on it. You know, people who know the bags love the bags. So it's just a really cool, simple way to reuse the waste. Um, and it's, like I said, it's very simple. You just send in the email. And it's funny, they have a Q&A and it says, the very first question is, yes, or will you send these to us for free? And they're like, yes, we are sending you these scraps for free. So it goes to show how, how sought after they are. Yeah, cool. That reminds me of uh, Patagonia. Don't they have an initiative called like Warnware or something? Yes, exactly. So Patagonia is doing a super cool thing where they have a whole segment of their site that is uh, essentially a Patagonia reseller. Um, so it is used Patagonia clothing that's been repaired and it's available for a little bit of a discount on the Patagonia site. They also, you know, they've really developed a whole culture around worn wear. Um, they have events around the world where people get together and uh, repair their Patagonia gear and this kind of thing. So I think, you know, that's a really great idea of a great example of customer loyalty through an environmental initiative. You know, that's, yeah. They're just doing a great job on that. It also bring reminds me of kind of what we were what you were talking about in the for the first segment about being a successful business and being able to like leverage that success towards these really cool sustainability efforts. Exactly. And it, the other thing I love about it that is just this idea of technology is making all this possible. Like this mm -hmm. whole segment of this website, the Patagonia website is dedicated to worn wear and it has all the mechanisms of a great e-commerce site. And so it's just using the technology we have to like really solve some big problems. So I, I'm just really uh, excited about this whole aspect of e-commerce. Thinking also about the technology side of things, there's a company called Kuyana and they have what they call the lean closet. And with the lean closet, what you do is you go to the Kuyana website and you activate a shipping label. Okay. And then you, you print out that shipping label, you fill out a box, uh, you fill a box full of clothes in good condition. So these are clothes that like, ah, it didn't really ever fit or the color's not right or, you know, something like that. But it's clothes in good condition. Clothes, clothes from your closet. Clothes from your closet. Exactly. Got it. I would send in stuff from my closet. I dare say I've got a few pieces that, you know, yeah, they could, they could <laughs> go into this. You know, they just, I, I hang on to them. Who only knows why, but they should go somewhere. And then I send them in and the box gets processed by Kuyana. And the they process the box. They have partnered with another site called ThreadUp. And ThreadUp, some of our listeners may know it. It's um, a 
really popular online thrift store. So when Kuyana processes my clothes, let's say, they then give me a thread up credit. So that thread up credit is good in the Kuyana store for me to buy more clothes from their store. And then it's also, they add 15% to that. So let's say they look at my box and I get $50, let's say. Well, then I would be getting another $15. So now I have a $65 credit to the Kuyana store. So pretty cool. Fascinating. There's also this idea of made to order where merchants are being mindful of creating just the right amount of a product. I know Fame and Partners is an example of this. Oh, they're just my favorites. Yes, I just love Fame and Partners. So they are a clothing retailer. They have collections very much in the traditional sense, like a new collection, you know, a collection of dresses, a collection of um, suits and pants or whatever that may be. Um, but they have extensive customization for each product on their site. I'd also really like to point out uh, the UX of their site. It's really uh, easy to customize, you know, uh, if it's a gown, for example, maybe you want it to have, it has spaghetti straps and you want it to have a wider strap, or maybe it has a slit down the middle and you're like, mm, maybe I'll close that slit. You can do all that kind of things. Um, you can play with hem lengths and this kind of thing. So it's a really fun site to navigate. I really recommend people check out fameandpartners.com. And the thing that's cool about it too is that, so you're getting a garment. It's been customized to your liking. There's also fitting uh, tools and things like that with the site. So you get a garment that's been really tailored for you. Um, They are making customized made-to-order clothing. So the idea then being that you get it and it's pretty assured that it's going to work. You know, they, they put the work in on the front end to make sure that it works by the time you get it. Um, if for some reason it is a little off, they give you a $50 credit towards alterations. So I think that's really cool. And then if for some reason it just really doesn't work and you need to return it, then they charge a $35 zero waste fee. And their point is just that they're not doing bulk inventory. They don't want to have any inventory back in the closets, you know. So um, they're really that that um, fee is almost like a, a little uh, discouragement from returning. Like you just want to make sure you do the customizations and the alterations to get it exactly as you want. Um, and I just I just think it's a great model. I think it's a really wonderful model for the future. And also, like I said, the the whole way the site works is just, it really feels like this is the future of fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, of course, there are companies like Third Love and Casper that donate returned items that they otherwise couldn't resell. Yeah. Again, I, you know, it's like I just keep coming back to this idea of like tech using technology and creativity together to make e-commerce more sustainable. And I'm so passionate about that whole idea and that topic and would love to keep vibing with Same. you for the rest of the day, but we're running out of time. (laughs) So uh, we hope this conversation sparks some ideas that you can take and implement. And um, great chatting with you, Nicole. You too, Sarah. Talk to you soon. Great. Thank you. (laughs) 
Thanks for listening. We hope you join us again for another episode of ReCommerce. commerce